0: Can God save you after you've ruined your life? Real Life starts now.
1: Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems
2: find answers in a real God.
0: Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Lay, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay.
2: Later in the show, you'll hear from David Valsich, who was on our previous show who ended up in the hospital with kidney failure due to a life of heavy drug use, and he needed a miracle.
0: You no, know, I can remember when I was really depressed and suicidal, and I felt like my life is over. I've ruined it. I've messed up too bad. God doesn't love me. He's probably going to want me to go to hell anyway. I might as well end it. And I think sometimes people can get to the lowest of lows But in the midst of my heartache and pain is when I found that God was right there with me and He didn't leave me or forsake me, even though I was going through that mind game and those thoughts were coming against me. The crazy thing is a lot of people deal with that. They go through things, they do things in life and they think it's too late for me. I've ruined it. There's no hope, but that's just not true.
2: Yeah, I think that when we expect that we're going to just receive nothing but consequences, shame and disgrace, you know, it makes people want to give up you know, and it makes people come to a point of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is amazing because it talks about how God will actually, if you turn to him, save you out of troubles that even you've caused. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is amazing. And Jeremiah 17, 14 says, heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. And Isaiah 61, 7, it says, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. This verse is talking about the people of Israel, how they turned away from God, God in trouble. But when they turned back to God, he gave them a double portion. He Mm -hmm. actually blessed them, rescued them and blessed them to a better place. So if there's someone listening and you're saying, gosh, I really messed things up. I've ruined everything. God can save you. Just call out to Him, and He'll change your situation.
0: And the key is turning to God, not from Him. Instead of feeling condemnation and guilt, realize His mercies are new every day. Turn to Jesus. Let's hear from David Valsich after the break.
1: Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless.
0: Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is David Valsich, and he was sharing with us how he was addicted to drugs for 12 years, and after he had three overdoses, the third one, he had a wake-up call and said, what am I doing, and why did I waste my life? Let's welcome to the show, David. Thanks for being with us.
1: good to be here. Thank
0: you. Yes. And I understand through your life, it was very difficult because your parents were divorced and you were going back and forth with your parents and your foundation wasn't quite stable. You started off doing steroids, ended up as a bouncer at the clubs and got into cocaine and it just continued to spiral from there. And for 10 years, you were doing drugs, drinking alcohol. And this third time you were in the hospital, you woke up And after you were off of the morphine, no more drugs in your body, you said, what is going on? Tell me how you felt in that moment.
1: Absolutely devastated. You know, I'm facing dialysis for the rest of my life. I just learned I have a blood virus that attacks your liver, hepatitis C, and that it was basically the consequences of my drug addiction. And after mourning the wasted years and saying, I can't believe I did this to myself, They were taking my blood every four to six hours, and my levels were getting higher and higher and higher. They said, they can't wait any longer. We got to start you on dialysis. And on that fourth night, I cried out to God. And I said, God, I don't even know if you're real. But if you are, I want to know you. Please help me, and I'll live the rest of my life for you.
0: Wow. Tell me what happened after that prayer.
1: I went to bed. They came in the next day around 1130, and they said, well... We can't explain it, but you've had a complete recovery and you're being discharged today.
0: Wow. So you're saying they were checking your blood every four to six hours. They Mm -hmm. checked your blood and you were going to have to get blood dialysis for renal failure. Yes. And now you don't have renal failure. Completely healed. And they're going to send you out of this hospital. You still had hepatitis C, but you were free to go. What were you feeling like in that moment?
1: I was shocked. I said, did God just answer my prayer? (laughs) I knew something big happened, and even the doctors were surprised. Yeah. And so I started, like, seeking God. I started asking questions to my uncle, who was a pastor, and to my mom. And I actually started reading the Bible a little bit, too. And later that year, on Christmas morning, God led me to the reality that Jesus Christ is real and the Bible's true. And it was that morning, on Christmas morning, that I got down on my knees And I asked Jesus to come into my heart and to really set me free. Uh
0: Wow, that's so powerful. And a lot of people will say, well, he healed you of renal failure. Why not hepatitis C? But something really cool happened. A lady from India came to your house and she knew certain things about your life. And she prayed for you and your family for healing. And it was a powerful time. And you didn't even know what to think about it. Tell me about what happened, how the prayer went, and also what healing came about.
1: Sure. So God, you know, I went off to be discipled for a year and a half. Then he led me to my wife and we got married. Then I got to share my faith with my father and he got clean and sober and set free. And then he moved in with us. And then at this time, our baby was just born exactly seven years later from my hospital bed experience. And when she's born, my wife gets tumors in both her breasts and her lymph nodes. And this woman that you mentioned from India, She comes all the way, flies over, comes to our house and prays. And she's praying for healing for my wife and all that. And everything she prayed for ended up happening. My wife's mom's feet were healed. My wife had a complete recovery from her tumors and both her breast and lymph nodes. And this is all medically documented, too. We have the medical records. And then six weeks later, I came across a homeless man and shared my story with him, my testimony, and prayed with him. And then that uh, that afternoon and evening, I had my next encounter with God, and that's when He healed me of the hepatitis A and stage 2
0: fibrosis. Wow! And what is so amazing about this is as you were seeking the Lord, you were really praying and you felt the presence of God and you had all these emotions come over you. There was like a visitation of God. Tell me about that love that you felt and the experience and the fear all at once that you had.
1: Yes. The same afternoon of that experience with this homeless man, Joshua, I put on some headphones and I hit play on a worship song. And I remember the line that said, the teachings of Christ are more excellent than all the advice of the saints. And he who has his spirit will find in it a hidden manna. And then I was suddenly enveloped; My whole body was like cloaked in my driver's seat of my car right outside a University of Virginia medical center. And it was beyond anything, any ecstasy or drugs, and I didn't know what was going on. And then the song ends, and it just just lifted up. And then later that evening, after my wife and mother-in-law and my dad and the baby went to sleep, I went back into my living room, and I put the headphones back on. I laid on the couch, and I said, God, what was that earlier? was that you? And I hit play on the same song, the same sentence came on, and at the same moment where it said, he who has a spirit will find in it a hidden manna, and I was enveloped again. And this time, it felt like electricity going through my body. It felt love, so powerful. My body was even shaking a little bit. And I had the fear like I was in the presence of God. And the next thing you know, I'm off the couch on the floor and I'm repenting. I'm confessing sins. And then I prayed for him to deliver me of any strongholds. And that lasted about two hours yeah. in the living room. And then he told me, I heard his voice clearly. That he said that I was healed of the hepatitis C and the fibrosis and that I didn't need to take the treatment. He said, you're healed. You don't need to take the medicine anymore. Stop taking it. Wow. And I did.
0: Wow. And that's so powerful. You heard the audible voice of God, and we hear that on our show. A lot of people do, and He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever, and He encountered you in such a way. You were healed of hepatitis C, and this was seven years after your drug overdose and after coming to know Him And God is so powerful and prayers do really work. There are people listening now who have no hope. Maybe they have AIDS, maybe they have hepatitis C or something wrong with them, or maybe they're just down and out. They don't even believe God loves them. What would you say to someone right now that's listening?
1: I would say while there's life, there's hope and God loves you with an everlasting love. God created you to know him. And he is drawing you to him. You're even hearing this now because of how much he loves you. He knits you together in your mother's womb. And you have a true meaning and a true purpose in life. And it's in him. And he promises you. He promises you that all you have to do is ask and you will receive and seek him and you will find him. And knock, and the door will be open. That is God's invitation to deliver us, to deliver you from whatever has got you down, from whatever is plaguing you, Mm -hmm. from whatever you're in bondage to or is trying to destroy your life. There is power. There is authentic life-changing power in the Son of God. If you just seek Him, God promises also, you will seek me, and you will find me, and you seek me with all your heart. And that's a promise for you. That's a promise for you.
0: Amen. We're going to pray for those who are seeking truth and that need to have an encounter experience with God, that they would be touched even now. Thank you so much, David, for what you have shared with us and how you are helping to reach people who are drug addicts. And how long have you been clean now?
1: 12 years.
0: Amen. And if he wow. is clean, you can also get set free as well. That's amazing. God bless you, David.
1: You too. Thank you.
2: I just love this story because this is a story of someone who just really from the bottom of his heart, cried out to God. You know, it wasn't education. It wasn't any of those things. But when he had a one-on-one encounter with God, he found his purpose. He found his call in his life. And God redeemed all of that lost time, all of those wasted years from that addiction. Mm -hmm. And I sense there's someone listening right now and they're saying, gosh, you know, I need that. I need what he had. I need to really, from the bottom of my heart, cry out to God have a real encounter with God and really know, God, what's my purpose? So let's do that. Lord Jesus, we come to you and we cry out to you from the very inner depths. We cry out to you, God, show us what our purpose is, what your plan in our life is. We take a moment to receive you, believe in you, and believe that you have a purpose and a plan in our lives. We surrender to you now in Jesus' mighty name.
0: Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.